fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. This is The Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier. It is a pre-Friday celebration, and I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. You are thinking today is comedy day. You are thinking today is probably the most absurd, ridiculous, off-the-wall, wild, weird day that you've ever seen in your entire life. And you, my friends... Would be absolutely correct. Welcome into the broadcast. Broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country. Radio, TV, plus we have live streaming and podcasting there as well. Thanks for joining us today. We have a lot to get to, and I've realized that every bit of news that I have seen today in the headlines have been absolutely comical. It's But it's not a joke. That's the problem. It's not a joke. Things are real. If you are watching the live stream, I will explain this in just a second, I promise to you. You can find our live stream on any of the social media sites on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, Twitch, and the LinkedIn, plus the website at HoosierReason.com. And we do have the link on OurFreedomBook.com as well, as we are everywhere. And, of course, the website at HoosierReason.com, which you can find. Subscribe to the newsletter, watch the live stream, get all the podcasts, all that good jazz right there. So coming up at the bottom of the hour today, Evan Sayet, he is, we haven't had him on in years, but he is a great guy. We've loved having him on the program. He is a comedian. He's a political analyst. He's an author. And his latest book, The Woke Supremacy, he'll be joining us live at the bottom of the hour. So looking forward to chatting with Evan Sayet in just a little bit. Uh, we have the Joe Biden press conference to get to, which was absolutely hysterical. Did you see? Did you see his bug eyes? Did you really see the bug eyes out of Joe Biden? I think they really doped him up on a whole lot of steroids to get through something like that. And of course, it was his very first press conference that he has done as president of the United States. Think about that. We are now two months into the Joe Biden administration, and we have now gotten one press conference from the president of the United States. And surprisingly, we didn't see the nah, the Kamala Harris sitting behind the screen there watching him as well, watching, hoping that he would trip off his own shoestring so she could take over the podium. You know what was happening behind the scenes, but it wasn't actually there in person like it has been for every other place that he's been traveling. But for the first time, he took questions from the media. I know. And was it the kind of questions that we actually like? Okay, here we go. What color is a fire truck? Oh, oh God, I always get these. Um, okay, uh, all right, fire truck. Fire truck, fire truck, fire truck, fire truck. What color are those red fire trucks? Uh, oh, God, I can picture them now, all red and everything. That was essentially what the press conference is all about. Now, most of it focused on immigration. Some of it focused on the filibuster. Some of it focused on uh, the Middle East and some of the issues going on over there with some of the invasions that have happened. But the fact that he stood there, he did about five minutes of speech, and then he forgot the rest of what he actually said. He repeated himself constantly. The media just kind of got – I have to admit the questions were semi-interesting to some degree – but yet didn't grill him down on absolutely anything. And when he would lose his track of thought, do you, would you think if Donald Trump was up there doing a press conference and he forgot what he was saying, they already questioned his cognitive ability, which is why he did a mental test while he was in there like the first couple months of his administration, and he came out to be sharp as a nail, and they didn't accept that even still. But if Donald Trump would have forgotten what he was saying, the media would be all over him. 
but yet he did it numerous times during this press conference. Surprising? Not surprising. We'll get to that in just a second. We have a lot. I want to be, I'm telling you, today is comedy day, including what I'm wearing right now. If you are watching the Facebook Live or the the live stream somewhere and you're in, saying, Andy, what in the world are you doing? There's a reason for it. I got done eating my snack right before I got on the air, and according to researchers out of Mexico, there's been created a new COVID-19 mask that's designed to cover people's noses while they eat and while they drink. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm telling you. So I have um, um, man-made my mask, and it is now attire approved, so while I eat, I can still wear my mask because, as you know, viruses and COVID-19 does not enter through the mouth while you inhale and breathe through your mouth while you're eating. It doesn't do it. It doesn't go through your eyes either because, you know, the CDC says it doesn't now. So all of a sudden, voila, these aren't the droids you're looking for. And it doesn't actually happen. But now they have made masks for your nose while you eat. Kind of like the ones that cut out the hole in there while they play the instrument in high school so they can still wear a mask while they are still uh, playing their instrument. Because why the heck not? So now we have researchers in Mexico that have created the new COVID-19 mask designed to cover your nose while you eat and while you drink. Again, not a joke. Not a joke. It's from Reuters.com. It's a legitimate thing. How stupid do you have to be to understand some of this? I don't know. But apparently the left side of the aisle, the woke crowd, is so into wokeness that you're completely not awake because you wear masks while you actually eat and you cut the hole in it to where you can make your mouth actually exposed because you don't breathe through your mouth. You don't inhale when you eat. You don't actually have your mouth open when viruses that are airborne are actually getting. None of that's actually happening because, well, the science apparently proves it. But just like the gender issue, they just don't believe in science in any way, shape or form. That's the first bit of news that I saw today that I laughed out loud. And I said, wow, this is going to be a fun day and it's really going to be a fun show. So we had to do that. Then we saw the Joe Biden press conference. And what happened today? Well, look, I guess I should be flattered. People are coming because I'm the nice guy. That's the reason why it's happening, that I'm a decent man or however it's phrased. That, you know, that's why they're coming, because, no, Biden's a good guy. Truth of the matter is, nothing has changed. As many people came, 28 percent increase in children to the border in my administration, 31 percent in the last year of, in 2019, before the pandemic, in the Trump administration. It happens every single solitary year. There is a significant increase in the number of people coming to the border in the winter months of January, February, March. It happens every year. In addition to that, there is a, and nobody, and by the way, does anybody suggest that there was a 31% increase under Trump because he was a nice guy and he was doing good things at the border? That's not the reason they're coming. The reason they're coming is that it's the time they can travel with the least likelihood of dying on the way because of the heat in the desert, number one. Number two, they're coming because of the circumstances in country, in country. The way to deal with this problem and I started to deal with it back when I was a United States Senator, I mean, uh, Vice President, for putting together a bipartisan plan of over $700 million to do the root causes of why people are leaving. What did Trump do? He eliminated that funding. He didn't use it. He didn't do it. And in addition to that, what he did, he dismantled all the elements that exist 
to deal with what had been a problem and, and has been continued to be a problem for a long time. All right. Immigration. That was the first right off the bat. Boom, baby. 30% increase the last year during COVID, during the Trump administration. 28% increase with him in there. We have children flooding the border all over the place. And he even said when they asked him, hey, um, there's a lot of children at the border. Is that because you are in office? And oh, by the way, we actually called some of the parents and asked why. And they said we sent them off on that thousand mile hike because Joe Biden was a nice guy and would actually take care of them and let them into the country is that the kind of nation that we actually want hey send your kids a thousand miles by themselves with a phone number tattooed on their wrist so that way you can call and let me know that when they get here because we want to make sure that they make that hike and actually and joe biden's not going to turn them away does he even hear what he's hearing uh, what he's saying while he says wait a second it's the investment in their countries which i can kind of sort of see we need to make sure their countries are in tip-top shape so they don't want to get here but did that stop anything according to joe biden he said that we actually cut some of the funding to those programs which we did and guess what that did stop a lot of the immigration because we said we're not going to accept anybody from your nation unless you actually get your stuff in gear you make things run smoothly in your nation and then that that way they don't want to actually make that hike to come up here you're not going to get any aid from the united states because they were getting it for how long? And how long has Im- illegal immigration actually been an issue? How does this make any sense to anybody? Joe Biden literally said, well, you know, we had these programs in place and we were sending these countries money to try and fix their nation. And then Donald Trump stopped it. And that's why we saw a massive increase. No, that doesn't make any sense. He cut it because they weren't making their country any better. You want to know how to make the countries better? Here's a little secret for you, Joe Biden, and you're not going to like it because of who you are and who, what party you're associated with and who your vice president is. You want to know how to make your country better? Maybe you should implement some capitalism. I know. I know. That's a joke. I know. You actually start allowing people to keep their own money. You allow them to keep their own firearms. You allow them to actually start a business, allow them to actually make money to take care of their family. Then they might actually want to stay because they can hoard off some of the, uh, I don't know, maybe some of the cartels and some of the gang members. You can clean up the streets. You can actually get some economy things rolling. You don't just give it to the government that's socialist anyways and be like, here you go, do whatever you want to. Why is your country so terrible? But he just doesn't grasp that. Doesn't make any sense. So they pressured him a little bit. I mean, a little bit. Say the word what? Uh, wow. Okay. Um, this uh, really separates the men from the boys. Yeah. I'd like to circle back to immigration, please. Uh, you, you just listed the reasons that people are coming, uh, talking about in-country problems, saying that it happens every year. You blamed the last administration. Sir, I just got back last night from a reporting trip to the border where I met nine-year-old Josel who walked here from Honduras by himself uh, along with another little boy. He had that phone number on him and we were able to call his family. His mother says that she sent her son to this country because she believes that you are not deporting unaccompanied minors like her son. That's why she sent him alone from Honduras. So, sir, you blame the last administration, but is your messaging and saying that these children are and will be allowed to stay in this country and work their way through this process, encouraging families like Joseph's to come? Well, look. <laughs> oh, 
the idea that I'm going to say, which I would never do, that if an unaccompanied child ends up at the border, we're just going to let him starve to death and stay on the other side. No previous administration did that either, except Trump. Oh, man. Maybe that's why there weren't as many kids that came up here, because we said we would do that, so don't send your kids up here because they're not going to be okay. We're going to send them right back, and we're not going to allow them just to waltz right in and us give them the golden, the red carpet. Um, But that is the messaging that he wanted, and yet they didn't pressure him on that at all. Hey, your messaging, is that bad? Well, uh, I don't know. How do I answer that one? I'm not going to let kids just stand out on side of the Rio Grande. You can't do that. So I guess I'm a nice guy. I should be honored that they think I'm a nice guy because I'm Joe Biden and I approve this message. Please send more caravans up here. That's what we got from this press conference. There was a lot of other stuff we'll get to when we get back from the break as well, uh, including the filibuster, which I think you really want to hear that one because why the heck not? Joe Biden going on his rampage for an entire hour. How he was able to stand on his feet that long? I don't know. I don't know. A lot of dopamine and a lot of steroids on that guy trying to keep him up and going. That's the free leader of the free world right here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here for a free pre-Friday celebration. Got a lot to get to. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Radio and TV plus live streaming. Podcasting thereafter as well. I had to take it off. I, even with just the nose part of the mask, I had to take it off. I couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. I have to admit, I really haven't worn a mask most of this entire pandemic. Uh, maybe count on one hand number of times I've worn a mask and just cutting out the mouth part as well. Because, I mean, hey, I'm trying to eat, trying to have a dinner, got to wear the nose mask. So that way we don't get the virus in, according to the latest researchers out of uh, Mexico saying that, hey, we created this mask for your nose. Because <laughs> that's the appropriate way to do things, right? So uh, I, I had to take it off, though. Couldn't actually do it. Just couldn't do it. Welcome in your millennial general reporting for duty. It was a joke of a press conference today from Joe Biden as we did learn a few things about him, though, about things that he wants to do with, you know, still having influence over in the Middle East and trying to um, hand off Kamala Harris to the head of the immigration stuff, which I want to talk about a little more in depth later on in the show. But something he said was really interesting outside of him forgetting what he was talking about 80 percent of the time. And he talked about the filibuster in the Senate, as we do have a split 50-50 Republican-Democrat. The tiebreaker of Kamala Harris is vice president. And this is what he had to say about that. As you observed, I'm a fairly practical guy. I want to get things done. I want to get them done consistent with what we promised the American people. And in order to do that, in a 50-50 Senate, we've got to get to the place where I get 50 votes so that the Vice President of the United States can break the tie, or I get 51 votes without her. And so I'm going to say something outrageous. I have never been particularly poor at calculating how to get things done in the United States Senate. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway, I'm, we're going to get a lot done. And if we have to, if there's complete lockdown and chaos as a consequence of the filibuster, then we'll have to go beyond what I'm talking about. All right. So a couple of things to take away from that. Number one, of course, forgetting what he's saying and the media actually chuckling at it during the process instead of being like, hey, Joe Biden, are you, you doing all right there, buddy? Doing all right? You feeling feeling good? Feeling good? All good? I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. All right. Just making sure. Making sure. Right, Joe? Come on, man. Yeah, that's right. So forgets what he's saying. I don't even know what he's trying to say. I get it. He needs 51 votes, and he wants to get rid of the filibuster because he doesn't like getting 60 votes when you're not going to get 60 votes in the Senate with 10 Republicans. I'm just not going to do it. You're going to get like four. You're going to get Lisa Murkowski. You're going to get uh, Susan Collins. You're going to get Mitt Romney. You're going to get, what's his name, the Yahoo out of Nebraska. Uh, you're going to get really four, maybe, maybe five. But that's about it. Not going to get 10. And he doesn't like that. So he needs to get that 51 uh, or needs to get to that level of some degree. So, yeah, he wants to get the filibuster. Now, I'm not a fan of Mitch McConnell, as you know. I've been very critical of Mitch McConnell for a very long time. I think he's very uh, he's very weak. I don't think he stands for conservative principles. I will give him credit, though. Is about a week or so ago, two weeks ago, he had made a comment about getting rid of the filibuster and warned that if you try to get rid of the filibuster, then anarchy will break out, which is what Joe Biden was referring to at the end of that speech. 
that he's and he's like if anarchy breaks out then so be it i don't know if you're aware or not but they literally have to vote with a majority vote to just turn on the lights to do business every single day and mitch mcconnell made the threat that if you get rid of the filibuster you won't even have the votes to turn on the lights and do business on a day-to-day basis it's not going to happen we're not going to allow it because we need to keep the filibuster actually in there so um if that's the case then i got to give him credit I got to give him credit on why he's actually standing up to the platform. I don't know why, but he is, and I give him credit for doing so. So kudos to Mitch McConnell, and if Joe Biden's willing to go down that road and actually start a war with the anarchy that would happen in the Senate, then so be it. So be it. But I find that kind of interesting. So well done, Mitch McConnell, and let's see, Joe Biden, the the play is in your court right now. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? We'll take a break. When we come back, Evan Say, author of The Woke Supremacy. We look forward to chatting with him right around the corner here on The Voice of Reason. Stay tuned. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right, you're all welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today, radio and TV. Plus, we have the live streaming. I'm seeing some of the comments coming. Don't think I don't see them. I see it, and it's hilarious. You can also find us on the website at HoosierReason.com. You can watch the live stream, listen to the podcast. You can check out our blog. You can also sign up for the free newsletter, which is coming out next week. So make sure to sign up at HoosierReason.com. Again, no I in Hoosier, H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason.com. Totally free. We're not going to spam you all the time. Just a monthly newsletter talking about all the great stuff with the show, with the Hoosier Media Network, with all the cool stuff we have going on. So make sure to check in there. I was on a roll. We had a little bit of a technical thing, I guess, in that last segment where we just went out for a minute, but I was on a roll, too. On a roll. Did get a comment, though. Is that what Joe Biden literally said? If if anarchy breaks out, so be it. I mean, listen to what he said. This is what he had to say during his press conference today, talking about ending the filibuster. So the best way to get something done, if you you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway... Derp. I'm, we're going to get a lot done. And if we have to, if there's complete lockdown and chaos as a consequence of the filibuster, then we'll have to go beyond what I'm talking about. Yeah, talking about the filibuster, as Mitch McConnell made the threat just a week ago, that if you try and end the filibuster, then anarchy will break out. 
because they may not know the rules. I got to give Mitch McConnell as much as I don't like Mitch McConnell in many cases that I got to give him credit for knowing the rules of the Senate chambers because you have to have even majority vote just to turn on the lights and do business on a daily basis. And they're going to if they get rid of the filibuster, they're not even getting the votes to turn on and actually do business. We're shutting down the Senate. And Joe Biden, well, you know, hey, we'll just deal with that if we come across. We need to end the filibuster because I need that 51 votes to actually get things done. I want to talk about some of this and more with our next guest, which I'm super excited to talk about in our latest in What's Trending. What's Trending Today. Absolutely, with our What's Trending. And this guy, it's been way too long since we've chatted with him. It's been years, actually, since we've had him on the program. Uh, But with his latest book, we had to get him on. He is a comedian. He is a political analyst. He is an author. And his latest book, The Woke Supremacy, we're excited and honored to have back on the program. Evan, say it with us here. Evan, how are you, my friend? Uh, You know, there's there's an old joke. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how'd you like to play? (laughs) You know, other than the fact that the world's going to hell... I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, living the dream. Well, it's it's good to talk to you, and it's been, I think, I, today's been the day of comedy for me already on the program. We had a Joe Biden press conference, the first one that he did in the two months as president of the United States. I saw the news story that we had. Uh, now Mexico researchers have created a mask that you can wear over your nose while you eat dinner. I mean, come on, man. We can actually still wear a mask and cover ourselves while we eat. I mean, th- it's know, a beautiful that, day. That, that was always true for me so long as my dinner was a margarita. You know, once it was anything more solid than that, yeah, I had to take off the mask. Oh, man. I tell you, it's a crazy time. It's been not just for today, but just for really the last year. And I want to get into some of that with your with your book as well. But just give a recap over this last year. We've gone through a COVID pandemic. We've gone through the insanity of the elections. We've had now Joe Biden, the, the guy that I honestly feel bad for. I think it's elder abuse putting him up there. The dementia that he's struggling with, he they they had to have doped him up with some type of steroid to get him through that press conference today. And I don't know how much more we're going to see of that. I mean, he's tripping up the stairs. We see Kamala Harris sitting behind him every time that he speaks, just looking at him, waiting for him to just collapse. I mean, we're in a crazy time right now. In, in, indeed, and I do. We had a global pandemic. We had riots in the streets. Uh, we, we had a stolen election, we had a so-called insurrection, and now the result of all of it is Joe Biden. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. Let's talk about the woke supremacy here. First off, I hear the term being woke, and you know, obviously we have people that just question everything about reality, society, in any way, shape, or form because they're quote-unquote woke. They apologize for everything, but... By definition, in in your book, what is the term woke actually mean? What is the definition of being woke? You know, it's funny. My previous book, which is the last time we were on, I just need to write more books if I want to get on your show more often. (laughs) Um, But my previous book, which has turned out to be sort of an unintended prequel to this, explains what the woke thinking is. And then I, I... The difference between the woke supremacy and all the other supremacist movements is... All of the other supremacist movements got it wrong because they all said something was better than everything else. Every other supremacist movement said a person, a family, a clan, a tribe, a race, a religion, uh, a creed, a sex, something was better than everything else. So the woke, and this, this led to every evil the world has ever known, from hurt feelings to holocaust. So in order to make the perfect world, the woke have simply decreed that nothing is better than anything else. The supreme trait 
of, of white supremacy is whiteness. Right. The supreme trait of Islamicist supremacy is extreme devotion before Muhammad. The supreme trait of the Marxist supremacy is proletarianism. Well, the supreme trait of, of wokeism is utter moral, intellectual, uh, scientific, artistic indiscriminateness. Nothing is allowed to be recognized. No person, not even a body shape. You can't even say that morbidly obese is not normal, is not well, is not healthy. The, the, the supreme trait of wokeism is utter indiscriminateness. I, it's hard to wrap my brain around because when you literally just question everything, just basic common sense things in the world, you really start to lose your mind through it. I mean, I saw an interview just a week or so ago about someone saying that just literally the number, the math of one plus one equaling two is racist because that's a system that's been set up by individuals and that may not be the case. So therefore, it's it's relative as opposed to concrete and just the term of one plus one equals two is racist. I mean, that's the level of quote-unquote wokeness, I guess, that we're at in society now, and it makes my brain hurt. Well, it's certainly where they want to go, and I saw that, that interview as well. And it, quite literally, everything, mathematics, science, everything is, must be indiscriminate. There is no right answer. The hope is they hope to eliminate all the wrongs of society by eliminating the recognition of right and wrong. Wow. And, and so... Yeah, it's a, well, it's a lack of structure, which I mean, that would lead to anarchy, which I think they eventually want, because it seems to me that they are the anarchists that are pushing for things just to cause havoc, to cause havoc, because they want anarchy, because they want to question just the structure of society that allows society to function normally as well. But I mean, have we seen this in history before? I mean, I know we've had some dark times throughout history, uh, but as you mentioned, these uh, these individuals have taken it to another level. Have we been to this point before in history? Well, sure, over and over and over again, this is what happens just before the revolution. You know, they, what, what's important is not the anarchy, it's that once the anarchy, in order to get to where they want to be, they want to create their utopian vision of the world, because all supremacist movements are utopians. Right? The Marxist supremacist movement, they, they promised a worker's paradise. Hitler thought he was going to create the perfect world, when only Aryans were, were empowered and had voice. Uh, the, the Islamicists promised the perfect world of peace, but only once all the infidels have been destroyed. Well, the woke, this, the, the anarchy is not what the woke want. It's what the woke need in order to first destroy what's standing in their way. Yeah. And it's the mass control. We're talking about Evan Say. You can find him online at Evan Say. That's S A Y E T dot com, Evan Say dot com, author of the book, The Woke Supremacy. Uh, let's talk about the movement on how this started in America. I'm sure it started all the way back with FDR and with some of the progressive movements back then, but it's gotten increasingly worse over the last few years. But as we hear someone like Bernie Sanders talking about democratic socialism and how it's not real socialism because it's voted upon and now it's democratic socialism where it's going to be socialism, but of the people. I mean, is that the movement that started this or this come from somewhere else? Well, to me, this is the culmination of what the 60s radicals were trying to accomplish back in the 1960s. They were the founding fathers of sometimes called democratic socialism, sometimes called wokeism, but they were the founding fathers. They wanted to overthrow the United States. They wanted to destroy it. They wanted to destroy it in exactly the same method that they continue to use today, which is they want to start a race war. Mm. Right? Then, and... You, Critical, uh, critical race theory, right? 
Race has always been critical to the theory behind Democratic Party policies. Race was critical to the thinking behind the Democratic Party policy of slavery. Race was critical to the theory behind the Democratic Party policy of Indian removal. Race was critical to the theory behind the Democratic Party policy of interning the Japanese. And race remains critical to the Democratic Party policies of today. Yeah. And, and so in the 1960s, when the radicals came along and, and they wanted to start a race war, they joined not with the party of abolition. Why would they? They joined not with the party of, of the Civil Rights Act of 1957. They joined not with the party of women's suffrage. They joined the party of Jim Crow, segregation, George Wallace. Why? Because race was critical to the theory behind the segregation. They were always the party of race hate. And so, and then when the civil rights movement split into two, they didn't go with Martin Luther King. They went with Malcolm X. Yeah. Because race was critical to the theory behind Malcolm X. It's unbelievable. You're right. But it creates that division. It creates that hatred against one another. And it allows them to continue to have the power and the control over by just dropping those little, you know, bombs in between everybody to keep them going after each other. It's the woke supremacy. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. I'm sorry, it, 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 but it leads, the first thing that has to happen is there has to be the destruction of America. Yeah. Uh, that's, not their, that's not their goal. Their goal is to create the utopia of their imagination where only the woke are empowered in that voice. But in order to get there, they must first destroy what is, which you'll find all these supremacist movements throughout time have been allied with one another. Yeah. You know, for why was Hitler allied with the with the Muslims? He hated Semitic people. I tell you what, Evan, we got to take a break. Here. I hear the music. We, we, we I gotta, hear it. Yeah, we got to take a hard break. Can you stick over one more segment? Of course, my pleasure. Awesome. Stick around here, real quick. We got to take a break, and I want to continue this conversation. What do we do with this? Where do we go from here? It's the woke supremacy and anti-socialist manifesto, and it's all right here on the Voice of Reason. Stay tuned. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great republic. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right, you're right. You do it every single day, and we love you and appreciate you for it each and every day as well. Welcome into the program. It goes by way too fast. The fastest hour of radio on radio, plus TV and the live stream as well all over the country. We are growing by leaps and bounds every single day, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation, one radio listener at a time. Being more productive on a daily basis than Joe Biden in his basement. <laughs> See what we did there? See? <laughs> Talking with Evan Sayet, evansayet.com. That's S A Y E T.com. Author of the book, The Woke Supremacy, as we talk about the woke crowd in the ridiculous, absurd, um, lack of commonsensical woke crowd across this nation and what they're doing to the nation. And the big question is, Evan, as we talk about historically what this has done before, as you mentioned, this led to, you know, uprising, this led to a disaster in societies as they've gone down this road. It's kind of a cycle. Can we prevent that? Can we do something? There's an entire generation that, number one, cares more about what Kim Kardashian does on the Tweety than they do about their politicians and what's going on in D.C. Then we have these people that literally think that one plus one equals two is racist for some reason and that you can have any gender that you actually want to and just come up with it and it can change and it's fluid and you can change it all the time whenever you want to as well to the point of even child abuse of giving hormone blockers to young children. Can we come back from a point like this or is it kind of the point of no return by now? Nope. Did we lose him? Are you there? Maybe we lost Evan. No, I'm here. Hey, there we go. There we go. Okay. You're back. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay, sorry about that. Um, the good news is that revolutions tend to eat their own. And we're starting to see that because as, as they gain more power, you need to be more pure. And, and as people like Bill Maher, who, who aren't pure, they actually, uh, he's wrong often, but he's not a pure member of the woke generation. Uh, there was a great thing that just happened with, with the, the, the editor of Teen Vogue who got fired over a tweet that she put out when she was 17 years old. And some people who have known her through the years say, wait a second, she's not, you know, Trump's is a fascist and people who support Trump, but she isn't. And as they continue to eat their own, more tend to come over to our side. Mm-hmm. So, so there is, there is that, but we have a responsibility, which is they own the media, but we own the truth. Yeah. That means they can hit millions of people at once with their lies. We have to be a million people telling one person the truth, one person at a time. And that's kind of scary because you can lose your job, you can lose your friends. But once you recognize that this is, in fact, war, I know it doesn't look like war, but wars are fought in all sorts of different ways. You know, the, the, the Russians sought to bring socialism to the world through revolution, the Russian revolution. The Nazis tried to bring socialism to the world through invasion. The Soviets tried to bring socialism to the world through, through proxy and attrition. 
Yeah. Well, now the socialists are doing it in, in this manner, and it doesn't look the same as those other wars. But you have to get over any, any – you have to disabuse yourself of the notion that these are simply nice people who happen to be wrong. They often are nice people. You know, only about 10% of, of the Germans in 1944 were active and activist members of the Nazi Party. Sure. Only about 5 to 10% of the Democrats were actual activist members of the Ku Klux Klan. Only about 5 to 10% of the Muslims around the globe are active and activist jihadis. So it's, it's the other 90% who have just been so denied the opportunity to hear any other point of view because in a cancel culture, they cancel us. Yeah. Well, you cannot, you cannot self-censor. You know, the reason Hitler put the Jews in the ghettos was so that he could remove their voices so that they could not disprove the narrative that he put out, the hateful supremacist narrative, with their humanity. Well, if we self-ghettoize, we are accomplishing for them the same thing that, that, that putting the Jews into ghettos accomplished. No, you're absolutely right. And it is it, they do so well at it for a while. But like you said, they shoot themselves in the foot, which is uh, kind of funny and comical. But at the same time, we need to be aware of actually what's going on, uh, because this one is a war. It's a war on words. It's a war on definitions. It's a war on reality. So that way we don't lose the fact that, you know, facts are on our side. But how many people actually recognize them when we actually try to promote them and push them? It's the woke supremacy and anti-socialist manifesto. Evan say it is the man himself, evansayit.com is the website. You can find the book on Amazon, plus anywhere places books are sold. Evan, we got to get you back on the show more than like every two or three years. What do you say? Uh, absolutely. Done deal, Andy. I look forward to it. Hey, always good to talk to you, my friend. We'll get you back on again here real soon. That does it for us today. Great conversation. We could go an hour on that topic because I absolutely love it, and we'll do so again here real soon. Until then, it's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, always speak some reason. Because that's what we have to do is promote reason, truth, common sense, and that will prevail at the end of the day. Until then, this is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everybody have a great Thursday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.